Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first ever episode of El Chisme Express. I'm your host, Christopher Hernandez. And I'm your other host, Melanie. And we are covered in blankets because it's cold as shit here in Santa Cruz. Yeah. I know. No, literally. I was literally in Lake Tahoe this weekend. Why? Oh, yeah, how was that? It was really fun. I've never seen the snow before like yeah. that. I'll I'll put I'll show you pictures and I'll put pictures up, but it was um really intense actually. There was a lot of snow. We had just got there right after the there was a a blizzard storm Ew. so that we were supposed to leave on saturday but we couldn't because that's when the blizzard was happening and then it took us like 10 hours to get there even though it's a three-hour drive because of the blizzard there was accidents and road closures but you know i wish we could have stayed longer but we didn't mm-hmm. anyways what was this tangent about oh i was just gonna say even though it was freaking snowing hard over there like why does it feel like it's colder here than it was over there? Really? Yeah. Like I was out there and I would I just had like a shirt on while it was snowing. Like a not even like a long sleeve, a short one, and I had my like um I have I bought snow pants and I'd just be walking around like that. Oh my god, I could never. <laughs> You'd be gagging. For I'd real. literally be gagging. Yeah. What? <laughs> I was going to say like that's your quirk. It's not a quirk. It's just Y'all don't believe me when I say that I gag when I'm cold. Your yep. beautiful host over here has a special talent. Anytime it really it gets below like thirty degrees, she starts gagging. Like it's just the gagging. Cali girl in me, and it's not even thirty; it's like fifty degrees. Like anything below like sixty, <laughs> honestly. You're like, <laughs> I know. But you guys think I'm making it up, and I'm not. It's just the LA city girl in me. This is the get to know us portion of our first episode. Yes. So this episode, we're going to focus on the holidays because we're, you know, getting to Christmas time. You know, Mariah Carey has defrosted and we cannot escape her, her beautiful, amazing voice. Yeah. So specifically, we'll be covering what it was like for us to finally move out and experience the holidays without... Or, for families, yeah. like being on our own and stuff. The traditional, you know, what we grew up with. You know, we're just 20 and now we've moved out and we live on our own. And yeah. We rot in our own house during the holidays. We do. Mm-hmm. Especially me. Yeah. 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 But anyways, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Yeah. I just remembered what that was. The little theme song. Yeah, it was. The way I'm such a musical. I'm literally Lin Manuel. (laughs) No, you are. He should be shaking right now. He's literally shaking. Lin Manuel's watching this right now. I'm coming for your throne, Lin Manuel. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm literally, I'm like. (laughs) This is probably what you were like in college. I don't know how old you are, like 50, but. (laughs) The way he probably is. Yeah, I mean, isn't he? I don't know. Fact check. Watch him be like 20. (laughs) (laughs) He like just graduated. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, he's 42. Okay, so he's 42. He's not 50 yet, so he still has eight years from being 50. Yeah. He's in his 40s. He's thriving. He is. He's 30. I only I only said 50 just because 40 going us 50. POC people do not age like milk. Like some people that look like milk. But, you know, I thought he, maybe he was a little older. He does look a little older. I don't know. Anyways, that's not what we're here to talk about today. <laughs> I love you, Lin Manuel. You literally gave me the best thing ever, and that was Encanto. Literally. No, literally, he's he popped off of Encanto. He really he did. He put his whole Linnussi in. Linnussi, Lin Lin Linnussi, Manussi, Manuelissi, like all of them. Lin Manuelissi. Lin Manussi. He didn't have to pop off that hard. Like people were thirsting over Hamilton. No. No, literally. It's all about Encanto, which actually, last year when Encanto came out was our first thanksgiving together it was yeah that's our without first, our families yeah too. it was the first holiday that we spent together yeah so for those of you who do not know we are students at the most amazing university in all of america and we go to harvard <laughs> <laughs> just kidding yeah. we go to ucsc oh my god yay banana yeah, and during winter break, all of our friends and roommates left us behind. More like they went home to the families that they have. Yeah. Yeah. I could have gone home, but I worked at um, a major corporation that I do not like anymore. So I don't know if I can say it, but, you know, we're not trying to get sued on the first episode. <laughs> yeah. But their mascot is a dog and their color is red. And I'll let you decide what that is for yourself. And I worked there and I thought that I couldn't go back home for the holidays because I needed to work during the holiday season. And that's why I stayed here with my beautiful bestie. And we ate good. We, we ate, ate good. so good. Like the Mexican ancestors in us literally blessed us. That they were day. like so proud. They, they, yeah. they literally were. Like my mom, I love her cooking. But she never makes anything that's, like, remotely difficult other than, like, pozole. Mm -hmm. She's never made tamales. I mean, she used to, but she doesn't make tamales, like, you know, like, the stereotypical Mexican family that's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, every for, Christmas we make yeah. fucking, like, 100 tamales. And yeah, I'm like, she, she refuses to do that. And, I mean, usually it's because, like, when back home, when I would celebrate the holidays, it was just yeah. with my immediate family because my family's really small. Mm -hmm. So it's just my parents and my two siblings. So she was like, why am I going to make 100 tamales? But it's like, girl, because I'm going to eat them all. No, literally. But we made, what did we make, Mo? So we made, we made a bunch of shit. We made birria, which was so bomb. It gave us fucking chorro. If the food doesn't give you chorro, yeah. it didn't smack. Like, it, it wasn't smack. good. It was trash. If your asshole is not burning in that bathroom and you're not praying for your life, you know your food was not If good. your shit isn't green and red, you didn't eat. Yeah, that's not festive. It's if your shit is not Christmas themed, you... no, literally, like it, you just didn't eat. Yeah, but what else we ate? So we made birria from scratch too, like yeah. the meat, the sauce, everything. No, like pre-made sauce. No yeah, pre nothing pre-made. We made flan from scratch too, which is pretty easy. Yeah. Um, we made frijoles licuados, which were <laughs> bomb. And then what else did we make? Arroz. We made an arroz. 
And then we made our chata from scratch. Made chata. That chata. Ooh. We made our salsa from scratch. Cause salsa verde from scratch. And then we, we, well, we didn't make crema, but like we ate it with crema too. So it was fucking A hot take, but. Well, actually, no. I feel like a lot of people would agree on me with this, but Mexican crema sucks. It does. It's, it's all the about Central, the Central American, American one. Yeah. Because the Mexican one, it's like too liquidy and, and it doesn't bland. have like salt. Yeah, it's bland. Like you need to add salt to like make it taste good. Mm-hmm. Salvadorian, Central American, Oaxacan, crema, crema all of it. No, I'll gobble all of it. I gobble that shit up. But yeah. Also, you, you did mention something pretty interesting like how easy it is to make flan i've no yeah i've started cooking a lot more and you know i've even learned how to make tamales from scratch like the masa from scratch i haven't made you any but let me tell you my tamales are good my friends like literally like why are you tempting me like i'll bring some i'll bring some some back for from when i can get back home but I found out that things are not as difficult as people make them out to seem. Like that birria, like it wasn't even that hard to make. It took long. Yeah, I think it's mostly just like the time. Yeah. It's very time consuming. It takes long, but it's like easy to make. Like flan was literally what? Just eggs, lechera. Evaporated milk. Evaporated milk. And like vanilla. Yeah. Just blends together. And it's made. Yeah. Or chata, same thing. Um, when I made the tamales, like, yeah, it's, it was only, like, to make the masa, it's literally, like, only three or four ingredients. Yeah. And it just, you know, takes a while to make, but you can still make good food. Yeah. Speaking of food, I think I am, we are really blessed to have been born Mexican. Because, well, actually, are you actually half Salvadorian? (laughs) (laughs) See... Let's not talk about this. I don't wonder why. <laughs> Would you like to look at the camera and explain your ethnicity? Yeah. So what are you? <laughs> I'm half Mexican and half Salvadorian. That ass. Yeah. Like, if I brought in that lie detector guy and hooked you up, <laughs> yeah. would you actually? You know what? We need to get you a 23andMe kit. We do. I need to know. I actually I almost got one because it was on sale during like Black Friday and it was like 40 bucks. It was Ancestry, I think, actually. Oh. But I almost bought one, but then I went broke. Mm. But I'm like waiting to that get maybe. my paycheck. No. Okay, well, I guess she's half Salvadorian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We won't get into that, but. I am. I will just say being born into Central American culture. I mean, I mean, Latin American culture. I feel like anywhere in Latin America, you're going to get good food. You are. You really are. Like, like I'm so happy that I was like born like Latina. Because mm-hmm. it's just like our food is just so fucking and good. And it's so diverse. Like it when really white is. people celebrate. I mean, I don't know. I don't celebrate the holidays with white people, but it's always the stereotypical. Like for Thanksgiving, it's always turkey, ham, mashed potatoes, blah, blah. And that's like the standard. But yeah. it's like, okay, what else? Like, when you go to a Mexican, you know, holiday festivity, they pull out the pozole, they pull out the tamales, they pull yeah, out the birria. Like, they pull there's out more the variety, I guess, you can yeah, say. There's so much you can eat. And it's like, it all, it's all good for the holidays. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I just think we're so lucky. We are. 
or you know what any other culture that you're born into other than white culture they just have variety of food I feel like American food just is like what is it yeah what are you gonna eat mac and cheese for the rest of your life really you can't think of anything else yeah I mean I love mac and cheese I love mashed potatoes yeah but that's like I can eat that any day Mm-hmm. y'all wanna make it so special I guess their specialty is cranberry sauce but who the fuck eats cranberry sauce I don't think I've ever had it me neither but yeah I really love like I don't know going back to like uh, spending uh, Thanksgiving together I think the reason why we decided not to do like the traditional turkey and mashed potatoes and stuff like that was because we were away from home and so we kind of like felt like we just gravitated towards doing something that we're like familiar with so it feels like home you know Mm -hmm. Because we're far away from home. Yeah, makes sense. And honestly, last Thanksgiving was so iconic. Even though it was just you and me. I know, it was literally it just was us. It was literally just us. And but it was so fun, It was though. iconic. We And also, that's when we went to go see Encanto. And my life changed forever. Yeah, so. and then my life changed forever the next day because my aunt died. No, yeah, that was a tough time. Yeah. But, um, you know, the fact that I got to spend, like, I don't know. I guess it would have been harder if it had been the day of. Like, that would have fucked up the entire dinner. Like, I would have, like... Or literally, like, earlier than that. You yeah. just would have gone down. Like, I, I know you were really um worried for your aunt because she was in the hospital during that time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you still had the hope, like, you were still able to enjoy your holiday season. Which, I, it kind of sounds messed up, but, you know, it was a difficult yeah. time, I, I remember. It was. But anyways. So now we're here. We are. How was your Thanksgiving this year? Um, It was more American. Because mm. I made a turkey with Diego. I have one of my besties, Diego. He decided to stay for Thanksgiving break. And so did my two roommates, Jeffrey and Carter. And Jeffrey. so... Jeffrey. And so... Water. <laughs> And so Diego and I decided to cook. We literally and like we spent a lot of money. We I think we spent like over a hundred bucks, like buying everything. But we essentially made a a turkey, like a full blown like eleven pound turkey, for the four of us. Um, we made flan. We made mashed potatoes. Um, what else did we make? We made horchata too. I brought back the horchata. Um, you know me I know. I, I I think you were like still in LA. Yeah, I was. Um, and then I made corn too. I made elotes, which is so good. The way. So it was still like American, like traditional American, but I incorporated a little, little spice, a little kiki. Yeah. For this Thanksgiving, I um went back home. I'm pretty glad that for this holiday season, um. I'm able to go back home because I don't work in that corporation anymore and I work as an after school teacher so you know I get the holidays off now so I'm really glad for that so I'm glad that I'm able to go back home I don't have to feel the pressure of staying but this year for Thanksgiving when I did go back home the way I was the only one who cooked for really? my family no one else have you cooked? because my, my parent no I don't know what my dad was doing that man my dad was doing errands 
it's, this was the first like big Thanksgiving party that I've ever mm. been with family wise because usually like I mentioned earlier it's just my immediate family mm-hmm. but this year I had my uncle had just come from Mexico so he was staying with us mm. um, my other uncle um, who lives here he brought you know him and my aunt came and they brought my cousin um, and then a family friend you know that I've known forever and they got to spend the holiday season with us and you know my boyfriend Ram was there mm-hmm. so it was just such a big it sounds it was cozy. such a big night um, I um, other people did bring their dishes my uncle he's been in America the most um, so he he brought your stereotypical he brought turkey he brought mashed potatoes mac and cheese and it was all good and I made tinga my tinga was bomb I'm gonna tell you I was so good making tinga tinga is so good and I made like my olla was like this fucking big dang I used like four whole like chicken breasts dang but anyways not to my own horn not only did I do that but I also made a jamon like your um you made a ham the honey ham the honey ham yeah I mean, technically, it's already pre-made, but, like, I made the glaze from scratch. Mm, okay. I didn't use the package that they give you because we ain't going to do that. Yeah. Um, and what else did I make? I think those were the only two big things that I made. We had a really nice and amazing feast. I think I really enjoyed it. And then not only that, but after that, I was able, like, after the whole family time, mm-hmm. I was able to go and see my two um, my two friends, Nader and Cynthia, which you've met. Mm-hmm. Um. That's and cute. I got to spend, you know, the night with them. And I, we had a sleepover and we had a little. Yeah. You know, I like to go back home because I not only get to see my my family, but my friends. Mm-hmm. You know, moving out was the choice I made because, you know, at that time, me and like, you know, even though I love my family, it was just like I needed to get out. Mm-hmm. It was it was too overwhelming. And sometimes when I go like so when I'm here for too long, I'm like, why the fuck did I move out? Like, because it's so hard to live on your own. Which mm-hmm. I, you know, I feel like anyone that moves out at a young age gets how difficult it is. Especially living in Santa Cruz, such an expensive city, it's mm-hmm. difficult. So I'm like, oh, like I, I, like why the fuck did I move out? Like if I would have just stayed at a university closer, you know, I wouldn't have to be paying rent. I wouldn't have to be paying bills. You know, if I would have had a job, like I would have been more supported. But then I go back home sometimes and I'm like, after like the first two days of like me being like so happy to see my family again, um, all the drama starts and I'm like, oh, and I remember, I remember why I left. I remember why I left. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, you know, so it's like a double edged sword. You see, I've never felt that. Every time I go back to K-Town, I'm like, get me out of here right the fuck now. <laughs> yeah. Like, I do not want to be here. It doesn't, honestly, it doesn't even feel like. It doesn't sound sad, but it doesn't even feel like my home anymore. Like when I went back for last winter break, which I only went back because, like I said, my aunt died and we didn't get to like bury her and have her funeral until like December, like around we buried her like December 23rd. So literally like the day before like Christmas, Christmas Eve. Um, So that's the only reason why I went back. And when I went back, like. Like, I've... Koreatown is such a small... Like, it's only, like, three miles long. 
but it's so compacted that it's like I've walked like I've never needed a car in Cape Town so pretty much all the streets that I've like that are there I've walked through them like a million times and they feel so familiar and they've, they've always felt so like like yeah like seen this crack on this sidewalk like so many times I've seen this like like it, it always just felt so familiar and so boring and so like I just got tired of it but when I went back like it didn't feel that way anymore it felt so like foreign it felt so different mm-hmm. and I don't know if that's because I feel like I am growing like apart from it like I'm growing apart from K-Town and like my hometown and stuff or if it's because it's being gentrified <laughs> so I don't know the difference um yeah. but it definitely doesn't feel like I mean I do get I do miss it sometimes I'm like damn like I miss the food I miss here I miss that but every time that I've gone back even like this summer that I went back it still felt very like weird it felt like like I didn't belong there anymore mm. like this wasn't my world anymore like it wasn't my reality it was more of like me digressing to the past and I felt so out of place and so uncomfortable. Yeah. I know that you struggle going back home. But, you know, maybe and hopefully. Because I'm, I'm assuming in the future, because of the career paths we want to take, mm-hmm. we're going to end up back in L.A. Yeah, definitely. So hopefully, you know, you get to reincorporate yourself into that life. Because you're actually from the city city. Because, mm-hmm. like... I'm from the LA area. I'm just a mountain away from the city city. So I'm from like the San Fernando Valley. Mm-hmm. North. Never mind. I'm not going to talk to myself. <laughs> but like, <laughs> yeah. And at first, you know, also a big thing for me that I wanted to leave was also because I was just like, I'm so bored of being here. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't have kind of like you. Everything was around me. So there wasn't like anything new. needed to travel. Mm-hmm. I also was like. I was like, you know, poor. I don't go on vacations. I never went on vacations with my family. Yeah. Like that. Like I grew up growing up poor, you know, immigrant family. Vacations, not a thing. Mm-hmm. So like you're just stuck in that bubble and in, in the bubble I was into. You are. And so I was like, I need to get out of here. Not only because of like family problems that I had. Also, just like like you said, you're just bored seeing the same places like all of that. It just gets to you, so I get that. Not even just that, but the people, too. Like, like you know, everyone has different journeys. And I'm not saying, like, oh, college is the only, like, right way, because it's definitely not. No, yeah. But even going back, I feel so disconnected from, like, my friends there. And that says a lot, because I grew up with my friends. Like, my entire, like, friends and grade, essentially, we've been together from second grade up until our senior year. Um... And even though we have like that connection, that bond, um, it's still I still feel so disconnected from them whenever I hang out with them because we're at such different like points in life. Mm-hmm. So I can like be talking to them about Santa Cruz and stuff like that, and then they'll either be shocked because they can't relate to it, or or if I ask them about like how their life is going, like they don't have any updates. All they're doing is just like working, and they're still living with their parents. And so it's like I don't and when we go out like like I don't feel like we have anything to talk about. Either I'm updating them or they're just telling me like the same old same old. Same old. 
And all we can really do is like reminisce about high school and make jokes about high school and how funny it was and stuff like that. But other than that, we don't have like a connection beyond that. Like I can't have a conversation with them the way I can have a conversation with like you and Diana about like just anything. Mm -hmm. Right. And so we like there's only so much like we're limited to so much because we're like at different stages in life. Mm -hmm. And I find that so sad. That does sound sad. Because I miss the bond that I, like, had with them, you know? Mm-hmm. But because we can't really, like, relate to each other anymore, it's kind of, like, difficult to, I guess, communicate in a sense. Mm. Yeah, that sucks. Because yeah. I feel like I'm on the opposite. When mm-hmm. I go back, like, I, I mentioned earlier, like, I needed to get out of there. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, I was going insane. But, like, every time I go back, I feel like... I have kind of like the opposite experience maybe just because I take nostalgia differently or something but like you know going back like now, now I have more freedom being there and I don't know you know how that is with you but like you know I have my car and you know I don't fly back home I drive there because I need to use my car because I'm not going to stay home all day mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like if I get you know I spend my time with my family and then I'm like but I now set boundaries on like, but during the the days that you guys are not gonna be here, I'm gonna go out and see my friends, and I might not even come that night. Like I'll be here the next day, mm-hmm. but it's like you know I do come to see you guys, but I come to see like all the friends that I you know mm-hmm. I miss because you know I feel like catching up with people. I like catching up with my friends because a lot of them you know have different. They go to different colleges, so they like have the what their experience is like well that's the thing that's the thing most of my friends um aren't really like in college Mm -hmm. so that's what i mean by different stages because like i have friends like david and like walter and like robin and like all these friends from k-town that like if we were to go back and hang out like we could have a conversation we still have that same bond but because we're in college and we're like at the same like stage in life and that's why it's easier to relate to each other and it's easier to talk about like these new things that we're experiencing plus talk about like the old times and stuff whereas like with my friends who aren't in college it's more like all we can do is like you know hang out talk about high school i tell them what's up with me they tell me what's up with them and then that's about it Mm. There's no, like, there's no more, like, it doesn't go beyond that, which which sucks. It really does suck. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now moving on to the topic of Christmas time is here. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I well, love Christmas. I used to be... I've grown more appreciative of Christmas. I feel like when I was a kid, I don't know if it was the same for you, but I feel like a lot of people hated on Christmas a little bit. Really? Prefer. I feel yeah. like people hate it more now compared to when I was younger. Really? I don't know. I was just wondering, like, yeah. Or maybe it was just me because I was like, ugh, I want to be quirky. So I'm be like, I don't like Christmas. It's like my favorite holiday. Oh, you're so annoying. <laughs> my favorite holiday is like Halloween or whatever. Like, I was trying, I was trying like that, like okay, emo girl, like I love it, emo girl. No, I love Christmas, even though each one of like 
it's either been traumatic or I've spent it alone. But like, I always have hope that I'm going to have a good one. Mm. And to like speak on that a little bit. Um, the reason why I like bought a Christmas, I don't know. Like I buy, like I bought this Christmas, like you, you guys can't see it, but like I bought a fucking we'll Christmas a tree. I bought this big ass Christmas tree, got the ornaments, even though I knew I was going to spend it alone here, but I just love like the Christmas spirit. And I don't know. I think it's just me trying to heal my inner child. Yeah. <laughs> that so desperately has wanted like a typical like family like American Christmas, but I've never had it. So I try to like make up for it. Like you see those fucking gingerbread what a picture too. You see those fucking gingerbread houses like on fucking Craig? Like I made that with Angel when he was here and we just bonded over it so much. We were like, this is our first time making a gingerbread house like ever and we did it together and it was like such a special moment and i felt like i was healing my inner child when i was doing that um and that's why like i don't know diana says that my love language is gift giving even though like i don't think it is because i don't really give gifts like that but she said it because i was telling her that like when everyone comes back from like winter break like i'm gonna have like stockings filled for everyone each one's gonna have their own um which some of them have already been filled up um and there's gonna be presents like each person is gonna like at least get a present you know and they're gonna be here like wrapped under the tree and so we're all gonna open it together when they come back like in january even though it's not gonna be christmas anymore but it's like an experience that i like so desperately want that that's why i'm doing it yeah and I just, like, want to show, I guess, like, my appreciation for them. Because, I don't know, I feel like they're, like, my family. Like, <laughs> no, it's so gay. <laughs> mm. But I really do feel like they're my family, especially since, like, you know, after everything that happened this summer. Like, the support that I received, like, not only from, like, you and, like, Viv. And even Carter was, like, offering me, like, a place to stay, you know, at his place with his mom. Um, when I went out to Korean barbecue with my K-Town friends, Jeffrey, like after everyone left, Jeffrey stayed and he checked up on me and wanted to know like what was the whole deal. Um, Vivi offered me a place to stay. Diana off- like offered to, you know, lend me some money and stuff, whatever I needed. And so like that's the type of shit that like never in a million years would I get that from like my own like blood, you know? So, I don't know. I guess I've always relied on, like, my friendships for, like, family. And so that's why I, I try to, like, use, like, the holidays to, like, show, like... That's when I go all out, like, because I love showing, like, my love and my appreciation. I feel like the holidays are, like, the best time to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I relate to you with the, the whole friend thing. Like, I, I've always put so much importance in my friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, because I grew up, like, not to say alone, but it felt like that a lot. Because, like, you know, my parents were always working. Mm-hmm. And the age gap I have between me and my siblings is 10 years. And, you know, now that they're older, I am starting to create more of a bond with them. But, mm-hmm. you know, I was trying to figure out life. You know, um, I was in middle school. Oh, well, I think 
like fifth grade when my sister who's the youngest was born fourth grade when my brother was born you know like yeah you know i love them i cared for them but also you know what happens a lot in like immigrant families and stuff like that is like now i'm not even a kid anymore it's like i'm a i'm a parent (laughs) literally Um, Because I had to take care of my siblings a lot. So Mm -hmm. when I was with my friends, it felt like I could be a kid. Mm -hmm. And the very little time that I had, which is, I feel like why I also, when I got into middle school and high school, after school programs, like, saved me. Because I was like, I'm going to stay in school as long as I can. Mm -hmm. I would usually stay, well, get there from, like, 7.30. Wouldn't leave until 6. Because (laughs) I'm like, there's no one at home I can be with. Um, So... I have those, you know, connections with my friends. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I like also to, you know, try to give sentimental gifts during the holiday season. I'm really sad that this year I'm, like, the brokest I've ever been. So no, literally I literally same. cannot. I can't even get my own family gifts this year because yeah. all of it is just, like, bills and rent, bills and rent. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. You know, a lot of the times I think, like, sentimental stuff can be more important like you know how you're writing letters yeah i am writing letters that's like so iconic and you're getting one obviously and you're getting a stocking too and a gift i haven't told you yet but like you and lisa are getting one because i'm counting you guys as like a part of the house but i did want to make it clear like i don't think i told anyone this but i i should probably say it like just because I'm giving y'all like a gift and a letter doesn't mean that I'm expecting anything back. Like that's just something that I want to do mm-hmm. for you guys, not because I expect you guys to give me the same like energy or like the same shit. Mm. Yeah. I feel like that's how gifts should be given. Yeah. Cuz a lot of people give gifts and they're like, "Who well, where's mine? What are you going to give me?" No, literally. And if they feel like the value isn't the same, They'll be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, I feel like that happens a lot when you play, like, those, like, Christmas games. Yeah, the Secret Santa. I I, I hate Secret Santa. I have a love-hate relationship. Like, I like the idea. And when when you play with, you know, like, maybe, like, your close friends or, like, a good group of people who you know are not going to be shitty about what you do. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like Secret Santa or White Elephant can be so cool. It can be, be such a, like, cute thing. I feel like what we did last year, it was pretty good. But then there was a lot of people who were, like, being an asshole or, like, didn't give good gifts, whatever. Yeah. Well, you could give what you can give. Yeah, I I would say, like, you know, we're college students. Mm -hmm. You give what you can give. But some of, like, you know who I'm talking about in particular, Mm -hmm. who gave, like, that nasty reaction to what, what she received. It was like, girl, like, you didn't, you, what did you give? You gave socks and you're going to give. No, literally. And like something from like Trader Joe's. I was like, okay, bitch. Like. And it was so last minute. Like, girl, calm down. And the gift that like that person got was actually like pretty good. Like I used it. I still have it. Yeah. Oh yeah. She like traded off because what was it? It was like a mug or something. It was like a wax smelter. And like some, it was like a, it was a mixture of things actually. It was like a wax melter with something else, and then like another thing. So it was like quite a lot. And then all she gave was like socks and like a snack, I think. Mm -hmm. So that's when it's like, oh yeah, this is annoying. Or when you play Secret Santa, I feel like, well, this is kind of our fault. The first time I ever played Secret Santa, it was in fifth grade, Mm -hmm. and 
you know, we as children didn't think to set a price limit or a price minimum. Mm -hmm. So like when I told my mom, oh, like we're going to play, my mom was pissed. But like, so we went to like Ross and I got like this really cool like play set. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I mean, I don't know. It was like 30 bucks. But, you know, we were poor. So like, my mom was like hesitant to buy it. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, she's going to love it. And, you know, I ended up getting like 99 cent store like army soldiers. <laughs> I was like, bitch, for real? This is what you're going to give me? <laughs> and when so I funny. went back home, my mom was so pissed because she was like, how the fuck? Like, what? Like, why'd you spend so much? And you literally didn't get any. Like, you guys got, like, you got, like, a dollar worth. And, stuff. and I was like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> so now every time I play, like, those games, it's like, we need to make sure to set a minimum. All right. So before we end this lovely episode, um, I think New Year's is probably... On the bottom end of the holidays that we celebrate for the holiday season. You see, I like New Year's, but I never have anyone to spend it with. Mm -hmm. And it always ends up with me, like, watching, like, the ball drop that happened, like, three hours earlier in New York. Yeah, yay. (laughs) But, like, my ideal, like, what would your ideal New Year's be? My ideal New Year's would be, like... At like a fucking rooftop like hotel or like a party or rooftop bar and like seeing the fireworks and like being with someone like partying and like kissing on New Year's. As so soon you, as you the... wanna fuck on New Year's, that's what I mean. <laughs> no, but like at least like a New Year's kiss, you know, as soon as like the ball drops and like you see all the fireworks and you're just like making out someone and then you're like fucking drunk. Yeah. And you're, like, overlooking, like, the entire city, whether it's, like, fucking New York or San Fran or, like, L.A. Like, New York. New York. I, like, have... I feel like I've had really... Or I rarely have any good New Year's. Because usually my dad works. He gets work. He gets home late. My mom has a friend whose birthday is the 31st. So sometimes we, like, just go and celebrate her birthday. And then, oh, look, it's New Year's. But I'm, like, <laughs> I... You know, I love her. Um, her kids are kind of cool. Um, her husband gives me the ick. Um, her brother gives me the ick. Like, most men give me the ick. But, you know, they're not someone who I'm like, oh, I'm, like, comfortable to be around here. Mm-hmm. So I also just felt alone. Um, but I guess last, my 2021 to 2022 New Year was pretty fun. I got to spend it with Ram. He came mm. over. We had a little dinner, so it was really nice. You know, it was my first uh, New Year's with a partner. So, so I I think my ideals would just be like being at like a kickback little party with friends and my loved ones. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess current, like if I'd be like, oh, like everyone at the Legacy with, you know, Ram. And my friends from back home, like, that would be, like, ideal. We that would like, be ideal for me, too. That'd be perfect. Even if we were just, like, here. Yeah. And we'd be like, fuck yeah. Like, Put the countdown on the projector, literally. No, literally. And, like, ooh, I think, fun. yeah. I think last New Year's, same as you, 2021 to 2022, it's probably the best one for me. 
because even though we were mourning and stuff like my dad he was just like okay you know what fuck it like we can't just be like we can't go into the new year like being like fucking sad and depressed like we have to do something and so this man was like let's go to a fucking casino so he literally took me and my my little brother to the casino this man drove from like la to like palm springs like the morongo casino resort and we got there like around 9 p.m and with a 20 dollar bill i ended up making like 700 bucks it was crazy and we were all there and i i had actually bought like from like the dollar store um because the original plan was that we were going to spend it with his family and like his girlfriend but those plans went to shit because you know drama happened Mm -hmm. um so i had bought like those little new year's like hats and like necklaces and light up necklaces and like little like noisemakers and so i was like fuck it like even though we're not gonna like i bought this for like me and my fam like fuck it like me and my little brother and my dad are gonna put these on and so we took some noise shits and we put on the necklaces and we put on the little crowns that said like 2022 happy 2022 or whatever and so when we were at the casino we were like watching my dad lose like (laughs) so much money um and then like i think someone announced like oh we're about to count down we're about to count down and then everyone at the casino started counting now we're like 10 9 and then finally happy new years and we just all started cheering and laughing and like and i had like made my money and i was like ah and then we ended up driving back home that same night because we didn't stay at like a hotel or anything and my dad was so tired and i remember like on the way back we were trying so hard to find a mcdonald's or like a denny's that was open because he needed coffee because he was literally like falling on asleep on the freeway and we couldn't find any everything was fucking closed it was bad but then once we got to k-town there was this one store this one little like korean like family-owned donut shop that had just opened it was like 5 a.m on the dot and we saw it like literally we saw the little like man he was like this old man like opening his shop and we literally pulled up into the parking lot we're like we're gonna get shit from here so we literally got like a bunch of donuts from him he was like so shook we're like happy new year's like we got coffee i got hella donuts for me and my mom Uh, my sibling got donuts my dad got donuts but and then he took us home that was like the best new year's i've ever had because like before that i literally just spent it alone Mm -hmm. and like i remember the worst new year's i've ever had my mom forced me to go to her church with her and the pastor was like just going on like this rant about you know stupid shit and i was looking at the clock and it was already midnight and like no one was doing anything like we were all just like listening to this like dumbass like go off and it wasn't until like 12 30 that he was like oh guys it's 2020 2014 or whatever because i was like in seventh grade at the time mm-hmm. and i was just like so okay like 30 minutes have fucking passed and then the food they didn't even have like any good food so i was like why did we spend new year's here like there wasn't anything even like eventful about like the church service mm-hmm. i was like you literally ruined my fucking like i would have rather been home no literally but i would have 
I was pissed. Like, I was so fucking pissed. I was like, this is the worst New Year's I've ever had. Like, why would you waste my time here? Like, I'm never forgiving you for this. Like, I was so dramatic about it, but I was pissed. Yeah. I'd be pissed too. Yeah, on the show, we have religious trauma. So No, we really do. We do not um, associate with that. If that's you, that's you. But us, no. Yeah. And don't try to force it on us. Period. No, but... Yeah, I just remembered. I was like, why? I feel like even though I did get to spend this recent New Year's with Ram, it was like, I was like, there was something about it that was just a little off. And I just remembered it's because I had to work the next day at like 7 a.m. Oh, my God. So I was like, oh, yeah, like we just had our dinner. We waited and then we went to sleep. So I was like, (laughs) I was like, why didn't I like do whatever? Uh, But yeah, you know, it was. It was still fun, you know. We made good food. I forgot what we made. I think I made like a pot roast, mashed Ooh. potatoes. Mm, I don't know what else, but that was a an eventful Christmas. I remember. Oh, I forget if it's like, I think it was like 2019 or 2018 New Year. Me and my friend Rada, who you've met, um, yeah. Once the ball dropped, we were at you know how I told you my mom's friend's house was right across from our building, so. Um, I was like, okay, bye everyone. I'm going home. I go home. I FaceTime her, my friend. And we're on FaceTime. And we find this pizzeria game on freaking, <laughs> like, the apps or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we played that game for, like, three hours. Just a fucking pizza game that we found. <laughs> I was like, I love that this is how I'm spending my New Year's. <laughs> and honestly, so that's a, it was such an iconic, like, moment. That's such a cool memory. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, we're on FaceTime playing pizza game. But yeah, I think the worst um, New Year's that I that I've had was more recently. I think twenty twenty one or twenty twenty. I can't really remember the date, but like I, at this point, I had moved the buildings. So even though my mom's friend wasn't our neighbor, we still spent it with her. But I had begged my mom. I was like, "Can we please not stay there for the the drop?" Like, I'm like, I'd rather just like do like an intimate family thing like yeah we can go celebrate your your friend's birthday but like can we please just come back home so we can have like the countdown here mm. and she was like yeah for sure like we will but then like i think my dad had gotten you know he he was at work but then he got drunk with his like co-workers so then when he wasn't coming home and then he finally called my mom he was like hey like can't come pick me up because like i can't drive and then my mom was like kind of mad but she was like okay whatever and so because he decided to do that um i was i think i was like alone with my brother and i was like i was so mad at him because i was like you went into that for what because they they got stuck in traffic so when they came back like the they were still like on their way home when it was like the ball drop or whatever because i was like i had bought like the big confetti like poppers like i had our our drinks out ready so we could like toast and i don't know if you guys do the same thing but we um i grew up doing like the 12 grapes for for new year's i don't know if you've ever done that. i did it once when i was like five with like my dad's family but i haven't done it since i i don't know that's probably like my only like favorite like uh tradition favorite mm-hmm. um holiday tradition 
I like the toilet paper. So I was like, I was so pissed at my dad because I was like, bitch, why, why'd you do that? Yeah. But that's probably one of like the, on the lower ends of the uh, New Year's that I've ever spent. Mm-hmm. I guess our episode is coming to a close. I think we've had a pretty good first episode. We have. What do you, I mean, let us know in the comments. Don't be mean. Don't be Because we're fucking meaner. But. Well, she's an Aries. She'd literally come for your throat. But like. <laughs> um, You're not wrong. Before we go, we have a little segment that we're going to dive into. Yeah. I feel like. Just to give a rundown of what future episodes might look like, it's like we'll cover our topic first, and I feel like having a little game at the end of our our show, you know, gives it a little spicy touch. It does. So for today, it's not more of a game. We're just gonna do a, like get to know us, and by get to know us, we're gonna give our three hot takes On involving the holidays. the holidays. Yeah. I think mine are dumb. Do mine you are go too. first, or should I go first? I'm scared because I have a really controversial one, I think. Like one that like people are probably like never going to listen to us again. Or like I'm going to just be <laughs> I'm going to just be like the hated host on the show just because like I know Carter's going to beat my ass. I feel like you already know where I'm going with. But like, well, I'll say mine then. OK, just do, we'll mine go is, one by one. Mine are one basic. Mine are basic. Do you want to like What's alternate? Your, yeah. So you give one. I'll give okay, one. OK, so my first one is tree skirts shouldn't be so expensive. How expensive are they? Bitch, I don't you want to? Do you know what a tree skirt is? Yeah. Literally, every time I try to buy a fucking tree skirt, whether it's on Amazon or Target, wherever, mm-hmm. they're literally always like forty bucks. I'm like, why the fuck does a little cloth around a tree cost so much money? Like, you could literally just DIY that shit. You yeah, you you could. Cloth is not even that expensive. It really isn't. I'm like, why the fuck? And it's always, even if you go on like the cheaper sites or whatever, they're always like 30, 40, somewhere like 50, 60. I'm like, it's literally not even like the most important part of the tree. Like, it's just the little tree skirt at the bottom so that it doesn't look so fucking naked. Like, yeah. it's going to be covered up with presents anyways. Like, why the fuck is it so expensive? No, literally. Okay, you my mom, yours. my mom has had the same tree skirt for like years, so I, I don't even remember. I'll leave my controversial one for the last one. But okay, I need to pull them up because I forgot what I wrote. Okay, for this one, I feel like a lot of us can agree, especially the Latinos out there. But I feel like Christmas should not just be thought of as a holiday celebrated on the twenty fifth, because. I, my family and my neighborhood, we celebrate the 24th. Mm-hmm. And I know that's not everybody, but that's how I grew up celebrating it. My whole community grew grows up celebrating like that. I don't know if you also celebrate the 24th. I know a lot I of people who, who celebrate on the 24th because, I don't know. That's Because that's the way it is in like Central America and Latin America. It's mm-hmm. the 24th over there. Yeah, 24th. And then... Um, you wait until 12 to open your gifts and then the 25th is just like I've never seen the 25th as a holiday I'm just like oh everything is just closed see that's so weird to me because I've always seen like the 24th as like like a little dinner and then the 25th is like you wake up early and you open your gifts and then the rest of the day like 
spend with your family like watching movies and like eating a gingerbread house and like you know mm-hmm. just doing cute little christmas activities yeah the most i do on the 25th is just have recalentado recalentado i've heard that yeah that's very common in like latino like households though yeah. but like at least for the first few years of like my childhood i grew up very like whitewashed so that's why i'm like like the 25th is like ingrained into me i feel like only once did i ask my family if we could like stay like w- go to sleep and wake up early to open presents Mm-hmm. But it's always been um, the 24th. Okay, what's your next hot take? Mine is holiday-themed alcohol isn't gross. Isn't gross? Isn't. Because you know you see those like eggnog and rum and you see like the peppermint vodka and like the pumpkin spice alcohol. Like I think it's good. Like, But I most people think it. it's gross. I haven't tried it. You know, I wasn't a pumpkin spice girly until I became a barista. Yeah. Oh shit, that shit makes me pop because that no, shit is literally, so good. it's so good. Um, I haven't had the the Christmas themed ones, but like pumpkin spice is so good. I no, now literally. get the hype. Chai. I mean, you can have chai anytime. Anytime. Yeah. That shit is good. But um, I don't know. I haven't tried it. I guess we have to try it. I mean, I've tried. We are 21. Don't worry. I've tried. I mean, I haven't tried. From what I've heard. From what I've heard, the eggnog one is really good because it does taste. And I love eggnog. Like, I'm a whore for eggnog. I actually don't like eggnog. Because it's what? Rompope, right? That's how you say it in Spanish? Yeah. It's the same thing. I don't know. I never really liked it. It depends on what brand you get, honestly. I guess that's my other hot take. I don't really like eggnog. It depends on what brand. But... I love eggnog, and I remember last year I also heard that the pumpkin spice one from Trader Joe's, oh, it was so good. Is that the one your roommate had? Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. I didn't taste it, but I guess we have to hear what the reviews are this year. Mm-hmm. So what's your other hot take? Um, my next hot take is... I'm not a big fan of the Christmas music. I, I, I can listen to it, like, you know, Meyer Carey did her thing. I like all I want for Christmas. Yeah. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like. You're not gonna. I'm blast. not gonna make a dedicated playlist just for the holidays. I. Not I know you do. That. Not you you do. That with my six-hour-long Christmas playlist. I'm just like, I don't know, or I'm like. I feel like it puts you into the mood, though. Like, it really puts you into, like, the Christmas cheer. I guess. But I feel like if I were throwing a party, I'd be like, I would only have, like, Christmas music in the background for, like, when we're eating. But if we're, like, when we come out and we're going to, like, party, we're going to party. And we're not going to party to, it's beginning to look a lot I mean, that like I get that. Christmas. Yeah, that's true. And I'm not going to be, like, if I'm going to go on a walk, maybe I'll add, like, I'll cue one or two Christmas songs, but... The likelihood of me doing that is not. Mm. I already get enough to it if I go to the store. Uh, so. I don't know. I think you can never get enough Christmas No, when music. I worked at the grocery store that I used to work at, um, it was hell. <laughs> During the holiday season. Because it was the same five songs playing back to back. You see, this is why, yeah. 
we need good Christmas playlists because some people don't know how to fucking make them. And they just use the most basic ass Christmas songs that everyone knows and everyone's tired of. I want for Christmas is you. Okay, I'm going to transition to my next one because, right, you know, yeah. you just sang. Um, and I feel like this is one you'll agree with. Mariah Carey will forever be the queen of Christmas. Like, no one can top her. I actually did discuss this with the people I went to Lake Tahoe with. They asked, oh, do you think um, All I Want for Christmas will ever, you know, die off? And no. I'm like, no. I feel like it's like a certified classic at this point. It is. And it will be like something like maybe like 100 years from now, it'll still play. Maybe not Mariah Carey's version. Maybe someone will like do a, a, like a, cover, of a it. cover of it. Yeah. And then that will be the new thing. But I'll, like the whole like all I want for Christmas, like just like the lyrics, the beat, everything. No, but even be... if you like think about it, though, like, you know, the it's the most wonderful or Rudolph the Red Nose or like that one bitch that sings rocking around. Like those are all songs from like the 50s and mm. like 40s, 60s. Like those are all old songs and we're still listening to them today for like christmas because the they thing. just like they never die out so i feel like yeah like that's the same thing that's gonna happen with mariah's all i want for christmas because it's a fucking classic it's so good yeah what's your last one i'm kind of scared for yours last one wait was that your last one yeah all right i'm scared don't I'm be scared, scared. you I'm said scared. what you said what did you say okay i am not a fan of a particular movie that everybody loves during the holiday season. Can you guess what movie that is? The Polar Express? Oh, no. I fucking love The Polar Express. That's another one. No. The Grinch? That's... Well, I guess I have two more. The Grinch is one of them. (laughs) But uh, the main one that I was going to say was A Nightmare Before Christmas. I am not a fan. Well, I said both The Grinch and A Nightmare Before Christmas. I don't know. I find both of them just so boring. I get that. I, I get like... the aesthetic of yeah. of them. They're cute aesthetics. Like, The Grinch is cute. Nightmare Before Christmas, you know. They're iconic aesthetics. But I'm like, oh, I'm not going to put the movie on. To me, Nightmare is more of a Halloween movie than it is Christmas. Really? Yeah. I don't see it as like a Christmas movie. In this town we call home. But yeah. definitely Grinch. Grinch is such a classic. I really love it. Yeah. I just no. think it's so funny. Which is your favorite Grinch? There's Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey's Grinch. Hands down, yeah. I guess. I don't know. I feel like we're going to get so much hate. Just because I said that. <laughs> no, you're allowed no, to because have your people, opinion. people, fucking the dick eating be crazy with for a nightmare. nightmare no, literally, people Christmas. be getting him. People be getting like the fucking characters like tattooed and shit. I'm like, okay, like my dad is one of them. He has no. One he does have a tattoo, but a, he was he had he has. A, his obsession is a nightmare before Christmas. He has oh, a lot of like caricatures. Oh my god! No wonder you hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I he doesn't I, I like I don't even think I've ever seen him watch the movie. He he's just like like he just thinks he's Jack Skellington. Yeah, <laughs> he's like the miniature version because he's like two feet tall. 
Yeah, I think that's all our hot takes. Yeah, that don't is. hate me, please. I know, <laughs> I know y'all love the Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, Carter, yeah. <laughs> Carter, please don't beat my ass. Carter, beat his ass. No, please do it. Uncle Carter, please do it. But um. I guess that's it. Oh my god, how that do you feel? It. I feel good. How do you feel? I feel good too. I feel like this was such a nice episode. It was. It's very um, Christmassy, very holiday. We did try filming a long time ago, back in like July. Yeah, it didn't work out. Um. Yeah. But this one, I feel like, will actually get out. So if you're seeing this, congratulations. You made you, it. You made it. Yeah. You saw our success. Well, you actually we made it. Yeah, we made it. Yeah. Hopefully, um, you liked our podcast. Please, thank you. Actually, if you actually listen to the whole thing, no, literally, um, thank you. We appreciate you. You five people that are probably actually still watching till the end, like the one person that's still watching, the one person who's asleep, who fell asleep, who fell asleep. ten minutes in. Um, wake up. You're late for work. Um, like, um, but yeah, stay tuned. You know, follow us on our social media platforms, which we'll put up on the screen. We should actually pull up because, yeah, okay, I don't know what they are. I can't pull them up because we're recording on my phone. Follow us on. Oh, give me one sec. So L dot underscore express. That's for our social media platform. Follow us there. I, um, I want to be really active. I think on Instagram, so we can interact with you guys. Yeah. Give us topics that we can talk about. Um, I already have so many ideas for what we can talk about. No, literally. Just from yeah. this episode, I got so many ideas of what we can do, and we will try to be consistent. Try. Try. Actually, I'm gonna force her to be consistent because I need my bills to be paid. Y'all actually better freaking watch this whole episode and watch it five times and share it with ten people, or the Grinch is gonna come and eat your ass in the middle of the night if you I don't mean, do what that. What if they want that? Though? I mean, I would want that. I know. <laughs> actually, I would too. <laughs> no, you know who's gonna come and eat your ass? That nasty ass Jim Carrey Scrooge. If y'all have seen that freaking Christmas Ew, Carol movie. not a Christmas Carol. Yeah, a Christmas Carol. That's so gross. He'll come, eat your ass. How many shots? How many shots? I'd kill myself before. <laughs> I'd let him touch me. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, that's it. We're cutting. We're cutting. We're cutting. <laughs>